I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stress Less Physician Podcast, episode number 89. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I am doing great. I am about to go out actually in the evening for some sort of product party, fun stuff, skincare products. And I think I'm going to take an Uber. I just have a policy that if I'm going to have a glass of wine, I just think it's always better not to drive. So that is my decision ahead of time. That is how I have my own back. And that is what I am going to go do after I finish recording this podcast for you all. So today I wanted to talk about this concept that I actually just came across recently, but I think it's super complementary to a lot of the other tools that I talk about and teach and use. And it's this concept that I got from a book on acceptance and commitment therapy from a writer and someone who's very well known in the acceptance and commitment therapy world named Russ Harris. And this is an idea, I think it was actually first presented to me during coach training by Martha Beck. She actually talked about a lot of different tools in here where you can get more space from your thoughts and your emotions, which I know I've been talking about a lot lately. But this idea called the struggle switch is, again, something I recently came across and from this book called ACT Made Simple. And the book is really about how we can learn to better accept our emotions, especially painful or uncomfortable or unwelcome ones, which I don't know about you, but I could always be better about accepting painful, uncomfortable, unwelcome emotions. So this tool, it's really this idea of the struggle switch is really a tool for acceptance work. And In the context of this book, he was talking about it, again, in terms of how we can accept uncomfortable emotions, but I really think it's applicable more broadly to anything and everything we are resisting or trying to get rid of or change or delete. So for example, I think we can also use the same sort of metaphor and same tool of the struggle switch to help us with unwanted thoughts, maybe unpleasant thoughts, intrusive thoughts, repetitive thoughts, or negative emotions. And I would also wonder if we could use this same tool as a way to help us accept rather than resist life circumstances and other situations and when we find ourselves. This idea of a struggle switch is really this idea of having a switch or a dial somewhere in our head. And this struggle switch goes from zero, which represents no struggle, right? Full acceptance up to 10 or maximum resistance, maximum rejection, maximum need to get rid of the feeling or thought or whatever it is that 
we are struggling against. So again, the struggle switch, I really think of it as a dial. That's what works for me from zero to 10, right? So you can dial it up or you can dial it down. You can turn it up or you can turn it all the way to off. So right now I invite you to think about an emotion that you really don't like feeling, right? Maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's overwhelm or anger, maybe it's despair or worry or dislike, maybe it's shame or fear, maybe it's annoyance, maybe it's frustration, right? I think we all have some go-to emotion or emotions that we feel often and that might be challenging for us that we really dislike feeling. And when this struggle switch is on, when it's turned up high, right? When we feel that emotion, we are immediately going to try to get rid of it. We're going to struggle against it. But the problem with this is it usually brings up more negative emotions. So if you say struggle with feeling anxious, right? And suddenly you're feeling anxiety, Often, if you are struggling against it, right, if that struggle switch is on and it's turned up, you might have a lot of anxiety about how to get rid of your anxiety. Why does it keep coming back? Is it ever going to go away? Right? What's wrong with you? Why does this keep happening to you? Is it going to get worse? Is it going to be paralyzing? Right? So you'll notice that when the struggle switch is on, when it's dialed up high, it's going to create more anxiety about your anxiety. Maybe you get shame, right? Or you start thinking about maybe there's something wrong with you for feeling this way all the time, right? So then suddenly you're feeling shame because you're feeling anxious. Maybe you start feeling emotions like depression or despair, right? That this feeling of anxiety is always going to be here. It's going to keep coming back over and over and you're never going to get over it. Maybe you start feeling angry at yourself or at others for you having to deal with this feeling of anxiety. So this struggle switch, the struggle against whatever you're feeling in the moment, it acts like an emotional amplifier. It makes everything bigger. So then you notice you feel anxiety about your anxiety. Maybe you feel anger over your anger, fear about your fear, shame about your shame guilt about your guilt, depression over your depression. So when that struggle switch is switched on and it's turned up high, right? The dial is high. It's going to amplify all of those emotions, the ones you don't like. But when the struggle switch is off, right? When it's turned all the way down onto zero or just switched off, then when any emotion or thought, right? Whatever shows up, there's no resistance to it right? You don't struggle with it or against it. You don't fight it. You don't try to immediately fix it or solve it or delete it or suppress it. It doesn't mean you like it or that you would choose it or that you want to feel the way you're feeling, but it's there. Maybe it's unpleasant, but it doesn't make that emotion get more unpleasant or amplified by all the layers of struggle against it, right? All the other thoughts and emotions. So you don't waste your time or energy struggling against what you're feeling or thinking. Rather, you can decide, right? You get that space. You can decide how to respond or what action to take if needed. So this is really that same idea from Byron Katie that when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. So in this case, when you argue with the reality of what you're feeling, you lose, right? You struggle against it. The struggle switches on. It's going to amplify it. 
100% of the time. So where is your struggle switch? Is it on? Is it on a lot? Can you practice turning it down or turning it off, right? The next time you're feeling an emotion that you don't want to be feeling, can you check in? Can you practice turning it down? It doesn't mean you don't take action or change what you're doing, but you don't create a lot of what I've described before as dirty pain, unnecessary suffering for yourself and others. You get to deal with the clean pain, right? The clean discomfort of life, the clean discomfort of feeling anxious, of feeling worried, of feeling shame or any of that, right? And there's a lot of tools to deal with that, but you don't have to deal with all the additional layers, right? If this is a new concept for you, this idea of clean pain versus dirty pain, I actually did a podcast on this episode 24, and you could go back and listen to that too. But I want to encourage you to practice noticing where your struggle switch is when you're at work, when you're at home, whenever. And notice if dialing it down, right, turning it off or just dialing it lower and practicing full acceptance of whatever emotion or feeling you might be having in the moment without making it mean anything else makes it less intense, less uncomfortable, less painful, less unpleasant. And notice whether that emotion actually dissipates and fades away faster and actually disappears. That's my experience. And that's my experience when the struggle switch is turned down on thoughts we don't like too. So resistance tends to strengthen whatever we are resisting. It's paradoxical, but good to know that dialing back the struggle switch, right? Turning it to off if we can, not struggling or resisting what we're feeling or thinking often has the effect of de-amplifying it. Those emotions recede, those thoughts recede, they lessen. Those emotions seem less unpleasant. They feel less intolerable and they come and then they go. So how do you dial down the struggle switch? How do you turn it to off? right? I actually like the idea of visualizing it like an old timey radio dial or like an old timey TV switch. Visualize turning it to the left, turning it down, muting it. When I do that, when I sort of think about it, I notice I take a deep breath. I sigh a little. I relax my shoulders. My chest expands. I settle down. I have more space somehow. And if you're not a visualizer, if that doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. The steps are still the same, right? So you start by noticing, oh my gosh, right now I'm feeling really anxious. You notice where in your body do you feel that emotion, the one that you're struggling against? What sensations are there? Can you just observe them? Can you take a few deep breaths? And then can you expand a little? Can you create a little space around the feeling, right? Can you let it loosen up a little bit? Give it room, create more room. Can you allow the emotion or the thought or the sensations, right, just to be there? Just let them be there. They already are, right? You don't have to want it or like it. You're just allowing it to be there. And then take a few more breaths and then notice where you are on that dial. Notice where that struggle switch is. So again, you're just going to observe. You're going to breathe. You're going to see if you can expand the space and allow whatever you're feeling or thinking or experiencing to just be as it is in the moment. So this is the same when I'm struggling against a situation. Lately, it's mostly been not enough staff at work, 
right? And I notice I get angry, I get frustrated, I get caught up in my story about how this shouldn't keep happening, right? <laughs> Yet it does. I'm arguing against reality. There's a lot of tension in my body. There's a lot of stress that I'm creating, right? So I notice, oh, this is happening again. How am I feeling? I observe. I take some breaths intentionally and slowly. And I allow my feelings and thoughts. I don't need to change them right away just because I'm a coach, right? I can just allow myself to feel frustrated and have those thoughts that are creating those feelings of frustration. And then I expand that space around that frustration, right? I diffuse from the frustration and from my thoughts a little. I just notice them. I observe them. I get curious. I accept the situation. Again, I don't have to like it or want it. I don't have to have chosen it. But this is what we have today. That's what I say a lot. This is what I got. This is what we have. So how can I respond? How can I problem solve? How can I be in this situation that will most likely improve it, right? The same thing with emotions. I can feel frustrated. It's not a big deal. It's normal. I'm human. Sometimes it gives me a little energy. Not so bad. So that would look like turning down that struggle switch, not resisting it, not trying to immediately fix it or solve it or push it away or resist it or make it different. And the upside of it is that it tends to make it less sticky. It tends to just let it go away. So pretty soon I notice I'm not having those same thoughts. I'm not feeling frustrated. I'm just doing what I need to do, right? Way more pleasant. So I liked this idea. I liked the visualization for me of this sort of old-timey struggle switch. Are you struggling? Are you not? Is it on? Is it off? Is it dialed up to 10, maxed out? Or can you dial it all the way down to zero or get close to zero? Again, it's just a tool you can use, but I would encourage you just to check it out. Think about it. See if it helps you. And again, you're just going to observe. You're going to breathe. You're going to try to expand right? That space you have. I talked about that on an earlier podcast and you're going to allow and then notice what happens. Notice if it's useful or helpful. I think you'll notice it is. I hope you do. Great to talk to you. Again, shoot me an email if you have any questions, comments, want me to talk about anything else. I'd love to hear from you. I answer all my own email. My personal email is Sarah, S-A-R-A at Sarah, S-A-R-A Dill, D-I-L-L.com. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.